Who are you exactly, and what is it you intend to do? It was the question I had expected since I'd first entered the common hall, and all eyes had turned my way. I am a cleric of the hill, and have come to put your gods back to sleep. It is not yet time for them to wake. I spoke the words, a partial truth, with the same defake confidence I'd been forcing myself to project since my arrival in the small town. I had once been a cleric of the hill, and the sisterhood was well enough known, but uncommonly enough seen, to make it as good a cover story as any. I had no intention of telling the man my true motives, and I certainly wasn't going to tell him what fate had met the actual cleric of the hill sisterhood. He wouldn't understand my burden, couldn't understand what darkness I had taken upon myself. The seal on my stomach, the living tattoo that represented the first of the ten behemoth gods, itched as it crawled through my skin. The twin bears, Siren and Chiron, were depicted in the characters of a language so long dead that no mortal still spoke it, and few would even recognize it as the symbols of a written language. They were two, but two as separate heads of the same coin, Siren and Chiron, the first of the waking gods. The chief suddenly bowed to the ground, dropping to his knees, and his reaction was mirrored by most, but not all, of the others in the room. It was not an unanticipated result, but my skin felt as though it burned beneath the staring eyes, peering up at me from all the hunched figures, kneeling in supplication. Oh, by the glory of the great gods, the chief proclaimed, I never thought a cleric would come here to help us. He spoke loudly enough that others were emboldened, and a dull murmur swept through the room. The clerics were legends, able to commune with the sleeping gods and pass their sacred will unto the people. At least that is what the people believed. I had been a member of the so-called Sacred Sisterhood, and I knew the disturbing truth. However, the truth would not serve my purpose. It was better that the townsfolk believed the legends. If they were to ever learn the actual nature of the clerics on the hill, it would shake the very foundation of their society and the authorities to which they swore allegiance. It was a truth they likely wouldn't even accept. I'm sorry that I didn't recognize you sooner. I was not the head of the town when last your order visited us. The chief was still apologizing, his old knees pressing against the unforgiving planking of the floor. Rise. I commanded, using an authoritative tone I'd learned from my years amidst the clerics. I will go to the gods. You may assure the people that all will be calm by morning. Either I would have accomplished my task by dawn, or I would not be returning from the woods. No matter the outcome, my business with the town would be finished come morning. They didn't need to know any more than that. The village elder and his people stood once more, heads still hung low in worship. The elder spoke in the direction of his feet. Thank you, your holiness. I need only one thing before I depart. I must have your key to the land. This was the tricky part. To access the holy grounds without being attacked by the guardians, I would need to carry a key forged by the gods themselves in the time before the great slumber. Without the key, when my foot touched holy ground, I would immediately attract the notice of whatever guardians the gods had prepared for themselves. The guardians were always fierce and terrible, and with the dangerous task already before me, they were one threat I did not wish to face.
As a cleric, however, I should have had my own key. I did not. The only question that remained was whether or not the townspeople knew that I should have my own key. The elder paled, and I feared for a moment he might call me out, but instead he spoke in a nervous voice. Our priest took our key with him when he went to quiet the gods. He clutched nervously at his shirt. We no longer have it.